Cyclones warm-up continues at U.S. Bank Arena on this Saturday night, the final game before the Christmas break for the Cyclones as they'll wrap up a three-game season series tonight with the South Carolina Stingrays. Time now to visit with Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi and get his thoughts on last night's crazy win, 6-5, one of the wildest back-and-forth affairs that we've seen this season. Tell me what it was like watching it from the bench. Well, it was uh, it was a little frustrating even to start. I didn't think we were playing our best. I thought we gave them way too many odd man uh, opportunities early on. I think the first shift of the game uh, was a two-on-one against, and that after about two minutes, we've had three two-on-ones and a three-on-two against. So, you know, it's something we talk about is odd man rushes against, and uh, that was happening early and often. So uh, to get out of that first period, one nothing. I thought we were very, very fortunate. We didn't really sustain much pressure uh, uh, from a shot count. And, uh, you know, Adam Hauser made some uh, – Michael Hauser, sorry, made some terrific saves uh, uh, to keep it at one nothing. But, uh, you know, coming to the second period, getting those goals, those power play goals, I think was a huge boost for us. But, you know, when you have a 4-1 lead going to the third period, you know, you don't ever take a team lightly, and I felt that. Uh, uh, the message going in was we need to win the first five minutes. We need to keep come out and compete, be more physical than them, uh, outskate them, outwork them, and that'll set us up for the uh, the final uh, stage of the third period. Unfortunately, uh, uh, we didn't come out ready, and uh, they scored two goals, I believe, in the first uh, three four minutes. So um, it was a it was a, it was a frustrating uh, evening. It was an exciting evening at times. At the end of the day, we got two points. We're happy about that, but uh, we definitely had to uh, discuss it last night, discuss it this morning, and make some adjustments. When you look look at the way South Carolina plays. Obviously, you know defensively how you play. Yesterday was an anomaly in a sense. Do you think tonight is going to shift back maybe more so, uh, even more extreme than the normal considering how defensive this team and you are almost always? Well, I, I think so. I, think, I, I would imagine the message over there is the exact same thing. I mean, they, they allowed us some opportunities in the second period and in the third period when they made it 4-4 where they had all the momentum and we came back and scored another goal. So, um, you know, I think that uh, definitely the message is going to be the same over there about tightening up defensively. So a lot of cases you will see that, a shootout at the OK Corral one night, and then it's a 2-1 game the next night. So, I mean, our focus is, of course, uh, you know, taking care of our own end, limiting their odd man rushes, you know, eliminating any second, third opportunities in front of the net and trying to create some offense. So um, I think you're right there, Nick. It's going to be a a game where uh, hopefully we play the way we need to play and we can create some offense. One of the things you told me about watching a guy like John McFarland, you're excited to see his next shift, his second four-point night of the season, and it just seems that whenever that guy wants to turn it on, not that he ever doesn't want to, that guy's unbelievable. Uh, absolutely, and I, I talked to him right after the game. Here's a guy that had uh, you know a goal and three assists, and I thought he could be a lot better. I didn't like uh, some moments in the game. I thought one thing I talked to Johnny about is that uh, you know great players don't take two, three shifts off; they continue shift in, shift out, and that that consistency, which you know he's, he's a young guy, he's his first year pro, but uh, when he decides, uh, he's a special, special player, and um, you know it, it's, it's exciting to watch him play. And I think there's some accountability there on on his end and my end to make sure that uh, he does it shift in, shift out. In terms of how you're going to play him tonight, Josh Shallow returns from the American League. Is there a possibility that those two will be on the same line at some point tonight? Well, I think, um, you know, uh, last night uh, we, we mixed some things up with, you know, Burkholz with Aben and Pellick with Embach and different things like that. With Shallow back, I'm going to put him with Pecan and Luciani. I think there's some opportunity there. I think uh, David Pecan's a very reliable, solid centerman that can create offense. And with Luciani and Shala, two guys that can score goals, uh, maybe there's something there that they 
can uh, create with each other. Uh, I'm going to put Pelic Ob in with McFarland. I like that line about two weeks ago. I thought it was dynamic at times, um, and we're going to give that another opportunity. And I think when you get that next line out there with Burkholz, Lindstrom, and Wilson, I think you've got solid, big body guys in Wilson and Lindstrom, and a guy in Burkholz that can skate, get to net, and create some offense also. Last night, tempers were probably boiling as close to the surface as they could have been before things really spilled over. Tonight, obviously, as maybe cooler heads prevail over the last 24 hours, getting a chance to relax and and look ahead to tonight's game. Do you expect the intensity, the physicality, and the chippiness to carry over from last night? Well, I think I'd like to see us a little more physical. I thought at times when we finished checks and we established that four check, I thought it it, it changed the momentum for us. So definitely our game plan going in is uh, making sure everybody gets a bump. It doesn't have to drive someone through the boards, but definitely get a bump on their defensemen and uh, be as physical as we can, make their their skill forwards, uh, you know, pay a price defensively. We've got guys like Anthony Botetto and David McDonald that can finish checks and, I mean, Brian O'Hanley also. So, um, you know, just getting more physical. I think that uh, really wears them down and changes momentum for us. Hauser gets two consecutive wins and now is going to get the night off. You're going to go back to Brian Foster. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Michael played extremely well. I mean, he, he if, I mean, if you look at the, the body of work for 120 minutes, he basically won his two hockey games. I thought he played extremely well in Fort Wayne. Uh, he played extremely well last night. He got a little hairy in the third all around from, from our defense forwards and, and, and our back, uh, goaltending. It got a little hairy, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, he won his two hockey games, made some tremendous saves, but uh, you know, coming off uh, you know, a long summer and, and it's surgery and not being in game action for two months, I think it's important that he gets his rest and, and uh, we have the luxury of playing a guy like Brian Foster. So he's going to be getting the start with Zoltan Hedney backing up tonight. Good luck tonight. Thanks, Nick. That's Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi. We'll come back and check scores of other games coming up next. This is the Cyclones Radio Network.